Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Welcome to the wonderful world of government contracting. Can you believe it? We're already on episode number 28, and today's topic is, are you a responsible contractor? More importantly, how does the government determine if you are a responsible contractor? Now, before we get into today's topic, it is time for you to act and subscribe and rate our podcast. This is important as you will find new episodes will be automatically downloaded for you. Also, if there's a topic you would like us to cover, please see today's show notes and send us an email, and we'll be glad to get that into the podcast. What can you expect to learn today? Today we're going to cover which part of the FAR covers responsible contractor, what factors the contracting officer must consider besides cost, what resources they will look at in your business, as well as what steps you can take if you are found to be non-responsive. Now on to today's topic. Are you a responsible contractor? Well, if you ask anyone, they would answer yes to that question. However, we're talking about the government contracting and how the government determines if you're a responsible contractor. You need to address this in your business strategy. In order to do that, we need to know which part of the FAR covers responsible contractors. FAR 9.1 is the first place I found responsible contractors. It basically says 9.1 is not applicable to proposed contracts with 1. foreign state or local governments, 2 other U.S. government agencies, or three, agencies such as the blind or severely disabled. The FAR states that contracting officers will look at the lowest price and determine if the contractor can perform the contract, otherwise known as responsible contractor. The contracting officer decides if the contractor is non-responsive. The prospective contract is with a small business. The contracting officer must comply with a different part of the FAR. FAR 19.6 covers certificates of competency and determinations of responsibility as it pertains to small business. Discuss certificates of competency and percentage of work requirements in a later episode. Because the FAR requires the contracting officer to review not only price but contractor performance, it's up to you to ensure that you meet the requirements for a responsible contractor. Contracting officer must research the contractor to see if they've had a default on any previous contracts, if they've had late deliveries, or unsatisfactory performance, resulting in additional contractual and administrative costs. So right there it tells you the government doesn't just look at lowest price. The contracting officer can award to the next lowest offer when he has decided that the lowest contractor is non-responsive. That is only after he has submitted a, a request for a COC to SBA. The government mandate is to make awards at the lowest price, but also to the most responsible, also to a responsible contractor. It is essential for the government to make purchases at the lowest price, but also make sure that the contractor can deliver the products or services. Again, a big misconception with the public is that the government only looks at the lowest offer, nothing else. Well, the contractor has to demonstrate that it is responsible, including, when necessary, the responsibility of its subcontractors. A contractor must demonstrate the following. 
that they have adequate financial resources or the ability to obtain them. Able to meet the proposed delivery or performance schedule, taking consideration all existing commercial and government and business commitments. Have a satisfactory past performance record. However, just because a contractor does not have a past performance record will not result in a non-responsive decision. Integrity and business ethics. See podcast number 22 for more information. Have the organization, experience, accounting, and operational controls and technical skills. If they do not, then they have to have the ability to obtain them before contract award. Qualified and eligible to receive an award under applicable laws and regulations. So what can you do now to make sure that the contracting officer will find you a responsible contractor? And will this impact your business strategy? These are things you're going to have to consider. The contracting officer will ask the contractor to provide evidence of adequate resources to perform the contract. If the small business is proposing to complete the requirement by subcontracting, then the contracting officer will require proof of the contractor's ability to obtain the necessary resources. The contracting officer will accept the rental agreement, agreement, or staffing agreements, or other documents that prove that the contractor can perform the contract. Consideration of a prime contractor's compliance with limitations on subcontracting during the contract period or the quantities plus option years or things. So what that basically is saying is they're going to look at the total length of the contract and do you have the ability to obtain everything that you need to be able to complete that job. Obtaining information. So the contracting officer is going to ask you for information. This is where you need to really define who within your business do you want to be able to pass that information on to the government. That person could be a person different than the person that talks and represents your business to the government. It could be your chief financial officer for anything to do with financials, or you could just decide, and it comes to this, I'm going to deal with it. I'm the business owner. It's my responsibility. You need to decide that beforehand, and you need to make sure that your employees understand that as well. So again, they're going to look at afar for more information. So the contracting officer will obtain information regarding the responsibility of contractors, including requesting award surveys when necessary, promptly after a bid opening or receipt contract. However, in negotiated research and development contracts, the contracting officer may obtain this information before issuing the request for proposals. There's a limit on the information that can be requested. It can be just a low bidder or low officers within a range of award. Um, the surveying activity will manage and conduct the pre-award surveys. That won't come necessarily with the contracting officer. They're going to look at, do you have any terminations for default, cause, any other relevant past performing information. As you can see, it is essential that you not only win a contract, but also perform the contract to the best of your abilities. Business strategy will need to be addressed these issues. You can review your past performance and make sure that it is at least satisfactory, if not exceptional. The better you perform, the better the government will work with you and the less chance of having to go under the scrutiny for a responsible contractor. Because being a responsible contractor is going to be very important to you, you want to make sure that you have all your documentation in a row. And again, remember you're going to go to FAR 19.6. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. That information is important to us, and we would greatly appreciate any effort that you take to do that. Until next week, be safe.